0: Are you connected, my sister?
1: I am, I am.
0: <laughs> Alright, so <clears throat> start off, okay, so just let everybody know, this is a very very, very special podcast. It's the first podcast of Let's Wrap a Taste with Joe. So, being that it's a special podcast, I had to bring a special person with me. Uh, this person uh has been. I've known her for over thirty years. Wow. Yeah, that getting old. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, I've known this <laughs> person over thirty years. We've been best friends uh, for the better part of it. And for those who are confused by that by that terminology, meaning if you're thirty years, anything past sixteen years is the better part of thirty years. So uh, we've been best friends for for the majority of it. Couldn't stand her to, to 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 start off with. Uh, now uh, she's at the level of pretty much my um, my family. Uh, so I'll let her introduce herself while I get some things set up. So just tell them a little about yourself, Christina Roberson. Tell <laughs> a, little, a little about you. I am Christina right Roberson.
1: Okay. I have known Joseph for a very long time. Um, Grew into a really close friendship. Learned a lot. Um, You know, got the inside track from, you know, his perspective on, you know, the male perspective which is always good to have. But I'm a mother of two. You know, hard worker, driven person. Just, you know, trying to live my best life. (laughs) And, um, Yeah, so that's
0: me in a nutshell. Chill, laid back, Chris. All right, I missed that good conversation. Uh, But, so, uh, this podcast, uh, we're basically talking about the stages of a relationship. So, and this is not like a, you know, it's not like an encyclopedia where it's something documented. This is actually a document that I read a few years back um and it, it kind of interests me so excuse me by this uh this article that I read there are basically five stages so i I'll read the five stages uh right now like all of them at once and then we'll go into them um and just go from there so one of the, the uh, stage one is passion and fun uh stage two is getting serious and settling down stage three is uh, Dish, disillusionment uh stage four is a deeper understanding and then stage five is moving forward together so now you know i've been in relationships and i know christina's been in relationships and i mean i know where mine i, I know where my stage is i know where mine kind of kind of went sour i don't know if christina uh well when we read them i mean i'm pretty have you read the uh have you read it uh christina?
1: yeah i had okay I read it
0: over. Okay, so stage one, uh, passion and fun. This one is you meet the man or woman of your dreams and fall head over heels in love with them. You think about them all the time and love spending time together. Uh, You learn about each other's experiences, interests, attitudes towards life. You want to try things you wouldn't normally try. This stage is also known as the honeymoon stage. It's all about flirting, excitement, and passion. You feel butterflies in your stomach, your heart beats like crazy, and your hormones run wild. This stage is like fun and games, and it tends to be everyone's favorite. Now, that stage, this is probably one of the longer, this can be one of the longer stages. uh, Because to be honest, the initial flirtation and you actually getting to meet somebody can last a long time like it's some people who who meet people their freshman year and they don't actually pursue it until they senior year so it could be two three year hunt what what do you think about this uh this stage
1: i mean i think this stage here it you know when you're younger i feel like you know it's fun but when you're older it could be um it could be a little bit different So like you were saying, like your freshman year and you get to your senior year and you guys are like finally, you know, like pursuing it. But as you get older, I think like this this stage here can be very, after you've had a relationship or been through like a bad relationship, this stage Mm. can be very trying for you because you're trying to like see past the veil or see past the the mask. So, you know, you're like, I wonder if this is really genuine. I wonder, you know what I'm saying? Because you're like... You know, this, also, this, is, this is too good to be true. Stage almost. You know, yeah, and good. also
0: this is kind of a this is a total hormone stage. Like, it's <laughs> it's fully driven by hormones, not any type of thought of what the future's gonna hold. What when you're younger? <laughs> when you're younger, anyway, because you know when you're younger, you're you're seventy five percent hormones at yeah. that point, and so this stage can be one of the longer stages as far as because uh, it's the entire pre-courting. Uh, situation, it's the you meet them, you like them, you kind of have your thoughts about them, y'all flirt with each other. Like, y'all haven't even been on a date at this point. Uh, not really. I mean, you um, you start, you know, it's kind of like setting up a false uh, expectation of the what the relationship's going to be like. So, like, you're meeting yeah, your so,
1: representatives
0: in this state. Right. Correct. And I think that's, um, that's, that's really what It's like, I've always said you don't know who a person really is until you you live with them. Like, to be honest, you don't really know them. Not really. Um, So, just for the record, stage one this is pretty much the fake stage. This is the hormone (laughs) stage. This is you doing all these different sex positions that you want to do. This is all that crazy stuff because, you know, every experience you do the first time is always going to be awesome. But then it gets old, you know, doing that, you know, that same stuff. But then you kind of get tired of trying, you know, quote, unquote, new stuff. But um, so we're going to jump to stage two. And this one is getting serious and settling down. So it says you're way way past the infatuation stage. Uh, The love between you is becoming deeper and deeper. You become a couple and commit to each other. You still keep the romance alive, but something has changed. Maybe you've moved in together or even married and have kids. Making love is still perfect, but it became it become more meaningful and profound. You feel cherished, cared for, and protected. And although adult responsibilities just keep piling up, uh, just keep piling up. Where am I? Okay. This doesn't keep you from enjoying love. In fact, uh, you experience love at a whole new level now everything makes sense it feels like you have started a journey in your life a journey you want to last forever so i'll let you jump on this one first what do you think about this stage christina
1: you know this stage does this stage is fun this stage is exciting um but it also makes you have a lot there's a lot of um this stage here can be made or bro- made or broken by lack of communication, because, like you sure. said, like the life is happening. You're 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 working. You're busy. You're not sitting on the phone all day. You're not answering those text messages as fast because you're now in a routine or you have like more responsibility. So I think like for. Um, for this stage here, it's exciting. It's it's awesome because you're discovering, but you're also having to self-reflect to see, okay, is it something I want to handle? And then, you know, you have to overcome a lot of things in this stage. So it's exciting and it's fun. Um, it hasn't gotten like grand yet, but you start to realize, like you said, when you live with somebody, you don't know them until you do. So you're starting to realize that you put your underwear in the corner and you don't put them in the basket or you know, the she that she puts makeup all over the counter, you know, her makeup stuff is all over the counter. She's not organized. Like, this is when you find those things out. So it can be amazing and, and awesome and, you know, a growing stage, but it also can have some kind of challenges because you're really seeing that person for exactly who they are in this stage because you guys are moving into a more my life and your life are combined together and we have to make it work as one.
0: Right. Yeah, because I think two and three are very close uh, as far as how they run. Because <clears throat> you know, stage two was okay. So, like for instance, my my past relationship, my last actual relationship, stage one was stage one in its entirety. I mean, it's for you know, and then we went to stage two, and that's where you know she's introduced to my kids, uh, you know, in a more close. Uh, we're in the struggle together you know we're we're knowing like, certain things like it's always about motivating each other to do better she's working her job I'm working mine you know at that time I was uh, I was buying like a route so I was like an independent distributor she was always motivating me in that standpoint uh, it was a lot of people that didn't really uh, agree with our relationship so that also kind of made it stronger um, but stage two can also be somewhat of a facade as far as um, like the the strength of it can be you know, it's at this point we were living together um, but I don't know, it's like at that point I, man, I had lived like, I'm at a point and I was at a point then where you know, doing all this, you know, quote unquote living stuff was not that important to me at that point. Now I wanted to build a family. I wanted to, uh, you know, I wanted to get married. I think because I, had, you know, and we had got engaged. Um, and so that's where my mind was at the time. But her being younger than me, she still wanted to, It's a lot of things that she wanted to do. And it's forbidden for me to tell you not to. Like, you know, somebody I'm with, if they want to do something, I, I wouldn't dare tell you, no, don't do that. But on the same token, please understand when I'm not very fond of your choice. You know, um, me and this person, we weren't together long enough for us to have long periods of separation. You know, stage two, you really, that's when you really need to spend time, like time together. Like. Time and we had a lot of separation during this stage, and that's that's a lot of time that needs that you need to connect and and actually build a strong relationship. Because if you don't work on building that strong foundation, man, it's gonna crumble. Anything
1: yeah. happens. You know what's so crazy though in this phase too, like um, like building the like building a strong foundation. Yes, yeah. but a lot of times you because you went through stage one and stage two and then now you know coming to stage three you start to say yes to things you don't really mean to say yes to you start to want to be like okay well that's fine i'll i'll eat that or i'll do that or yeah we can i don't have to have this and things like that so you start becoming like accepting of things you don't really accept because you're in that honeymoon that's you know cloud nine stage because you want to please and appease the person you're with so sometimes you may nod your head to yes when you really want to nod it to no and then you know because you're in this you know this very you know euphoric mentality because you're just oh my god i'm on top of the world so yeah you're in the mode of saying it's okay for you yeah i don't mind i don't have to have this or you know we don't have to stay in this place or things like that in that time frame so you you're still not really authentically being who you are because you're Mm -hmm. so concerned about the feelings of the person that you are. So, you know, taken aback by or in love with. So, you know, you still kind of are putting forth a portion of you. Like I, when I read it, it was funny because when I read it, um, the stages, I was like, Oh, stage two is when you not farting and going to the bathroom when he there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You holding them in yeah. because you don't want him to know what you smell like. You know, when you pay his gas, so but
0: that's. You what know I, what a a man appreciates a woman that put in front of him, like that's appreciated. <laughs> a man does. You're right. You're
1: right. I'll give you that. A man, but you know I when caught you. That. It, <laughs> As women, we afraid to. we like, I'm going home to use the bathroom. Or I'm going to go to my friend's house. Or I'm going to go to the gas station because you don't want him to see that side because you want to present this perfect and, and amazing woman that you think that he wants.
0: Right. This, this is just one. This is some advice I give any like person that's starting a new relationship or want to start a new man. Be yourself from the get-go. If they mm-hmm. like it, awesome. If they don't, you're not wasting your time, bro, because the real you is going to come out eventually. We're I have a question, though. Be... Uh-huh.
1: So, what about when you meet somebody and you give them who you are? Like, you put it all on the table, like, this is how I am, this is the kind of woman I am, this, that, and the other. Is that safe? Because then you, the dude starts to become, or he starts to morph into what he thinks you want because he likes you. So,
0: well, how that's, much that's of a, you do yeah. you
1: tell him of before that's without being too much.
0: Okay, so that on that standpoint, there's a such thing as a weak person, right? There's right. a such person as as a person who's kind of what, somewhat of a chameleon, of a person that suits whatever they think you want. That's not what you want in a relationship. You want somebody who, who is who they are, regardless. So, like me, I'm pretty stuck in my ways at this point. So, what you when you meet me. You're gonna say Joe aho when when we when we you know what I'm saying but but I'm genuine with it like it, it, it's nothing I wouldn't do for you but I'm that's just who I am that's who I don't know if it's in my blood because my brother the same way uh but it's just who I am I'm not gonna give you a fake Joe because you gonna you gonna be cool with, you're gonna be cool with me but you're gonna know that I can flip my lip at any second like it's at any time I could say something that's gonna make you cuss me out. It's gonna be, yeah.
1: Because yeah. for me, I'm really like caring. You, I mean, everybody know me. No, I'll get a shirt off my back. Like I, I, I love for her. Me. I, I give her. I, you know, my heart goes to people who I care about. And I feel like sometimes when I meet people, they think that I'm gonna change. Like the other side gonna come out, or there's, or or this just, you know, what I'm saying so. A lot of times yeah. they're like, "Not nah, you can't be this caring. You can't be this nice. You can't want to know that I eat today every day. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and so, I tend to, people tend to sit back and wait for me
0: to flip into something else. Probably because you look mean. Like, you and your mom be looking alike. I know. Got I, got to, I got the rest of these face.
1: face. I'm sorry. I got no
0: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, I mean, that's, I mean, that's a good point, though. Uh, I don't know man, like I, I hate for like me, I don't like I can't be suit like I can't change myself to suit what I think somebody wants. Like right. they gonna take they gonna take me as I am or don't take me
1: as I the real you like, gonna like, come what? out. Yeah. Like the real you exactly. gonna show up and when the real you show up, you're gonna hurt feelings. You know what I'm saying? Like it's gonna be it's gonna be devastating to the person if they if you then put on this face and then you turn around and be like, No, that wasn't me. This is really
0: Yeah. Me. Yeah, cause see, like I have a very flirtatious vibe, but I'm not flirtatious. But anymore. But anyway, I'm not not not, not purposely. Not ever. <laughs> 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 not, <laughs> not ever. Anyway, Miss Robinson. Not ever. But that's a vibe that I that I gave off, and I think it kind of it kind of it kind of led to the end of my relationship. Also, Uh just to come, but that's a whole nother conversation. My, bae, my So. Bae. We're basically going to go to stage three. All right. So like I I said before, stage three is the uh, disillusionment. So it says, unfortunately, this is the stage when many couples break up. Uh, Things begin to feel off. You're stuck with the domestic responsibilities, taking care of kids, paying the bills, and a lot of things to worry about. Everything is turned into a routine. You begin to wonder what happened to all those cuddles, kisses romantic nights and love feelings Uh, you feel like your partner is taking you for granted unimportant things that you didn't even notice before begin to annoy you Uh, constant quarrels have taken the place of romance you have mixed feelings which make you doubt if you made the right choice Uh, you may even start resenting each other and want to call it quits and sadly that's the most that's what most couples do now this one this is my stage okay
1: yep um, it's where the wheels fall off
0: That man the wheels fell off okay so uh anybody knows anybody who's had like a business anybody who's an independent distributor man it's some hard times uh because everything is 100 percent on you you know in my independent uh distrib- distribution uh career uh there was times where money didn't add up right where I didn't get paid for like a month. And but bills don't stop because you stop getting paid, you know? So when those times came, that is when reality started to hit. Um, you know, my ex, her main thing was where do I fit in with this? You know, in this relationship because and, you know, and you know this, Chris, and I know this, and I know this about you as well. My kids come first, right? And that's just, and and that's you know, because one thing about it, my kids can't defend themselves. I'm their protector, so that's my that's my that's my stance when I with my kids. Um, and so our relationship began to dwindle because a her lack of confidence. Um, so as far as that goes, it was more of a, of a sexual thing. And I'm going to tell you, this is the thing. Again, I'm an adult, right? And not to toot my horn, but at some point sex to me was not that important because I'd done it enough. It wasn't that important to me. I was trying to build a relationship. Well, this person wasn't that great. Um, But me staying with her and her knowing me, knowing my past which was ridiculous for her to even ask me if she knew she couldn't take it. Um, she knew that I was experienced and I dealt with experienced people. Well, when she realized that basically she couldn't satisfy me, her first thought was, oh, he cheated because he getting satisfied somewhere. No, ma'am. I just wasn't getting satisfied. But because my my goal was to build a relationship my mindset is I can I can help her get to where she needs to be as far as that goes. So that's right. not my that's not my main concern. But in her head, I, okay, this and this is something and I'm gonna tell this story and, and with this relationship and this is it's not off topic. It's kinda off topic, but it's not really. So when me and her initially moved in together and I had gotten like a new computer, Google is the devil first of all. And I'm gonna tell you why I say this. At that time, I was kind of uh, an exhibitionist with dealing with females. I was a recorder, right? I recorded this chick in my phone. And I thought I deleted it, but Google hold everything. So when I when I loaded up my new computer, this video loaded up also. Well, I'm the type of person where I have no secrets. I don't lock my phone around my significant other. I don't do none of that. So whatever you see, you're going to see ain't nothing I'm trying to hide. Well, she was on my computer she went into like the cloud pictures. Well, the video was there. She knew this girl. She used to work with this girl. <laughs> now, nah, and, and this is the crazy part she watched the entire video. Why? Like, I don't know. That's a female thing because, okay, so if I, if with her, this, this girl basically uh, giving me fellatio, right? For so y'all don't know, fellatio, she was giving me head on the video and talking. We was having a conversation while this was going on. Because I'm cool with people like that. It's no it's no weirdness. We were having a conversation while she's doing this. And so this video goes on for like 20 minutes, 30 minutes. She watched it from start to finish.
1: She was done. I'm gonna tell you she was done.
0: I'ma tell you as a man, if I see her kiss it I'm done watching it. I don't need to see no more. I know what happened.
1: But that's the problem. You need to watch it from beginning to end because you y'all imagination will go wild. You see they kissing you be like man, she did this, she did this, this deep so you need to watch
0: it. <laughs> that is self that is self giving punishment. Like yep. I'm not going to watch my chick deep throat and choking and stuff on niggas. Like that's crazy. That is crazy. I would not watch. It. I couldn't watch the, But she watched 20 something minutes of a girl like, oh, my goodness. I, and she asked me about it. Well, OK, so it said update. Like it said um, uploaded time. Right. It had like a day or so before that. That was when I actually got that computer. I said, man, this happened like two, three years ago. And she was like, well, why say this? I said, because I just got this computer. You know, I had just got the computer. And so that's that planted the seed. That planted the seed because this, this girl, she, I mean, she wasn't no super, uh Kareem Steffens, but she was d- d- dang near like a beast. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, if you looking at that video and you're so like, you so like, Looking at that video, and you know that you can't do that. Of course, that's gonna play on your pride, of course. But um, and then she also looked into my past sexual experiences. I mean, I was I was pretty managed, you know. But again, that wasn't my purpose for her. like I didn't I didn't want her for that because if that was the case, I'd have been I'd have broke up with her a long time ago. But that that's that's my you know and like i said her main thing she continued to always say where do i fit in um i was more concerned about bills being paid and she was more concerned about her not having money you know like get a job work like at that point i was only one working she was like she had just started back going to school and she was broke all the time. Well, I'm trying to pay bills, bro. I'm trying to pay this rent. I'm trying to pay well, I'm this. That, I'm trying to pay that.
1: The problem is, is that in that first in stage one of that relationship, I know you, and you was making it happen. You was you was making dreams come true. You was you was going to Jack in the Box. You was not that not that relationship, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you was making dreams come true you was making sure that you was spoiling and whining and dining. So when you set a woman up to believe that that's who you are and that's what they're going to receive, when they will well-worn, run dry in stage three because life is happening, you know, your life changed, your job changed, yeah. women ain't going to adjust that fast. they going to feel like you made it happen back then. You're going to have to make it happen back right now. And then you're like, hey, yeah. we're trying to make sure the lights stay on, but wind and dine me and I fell in love with the way you take care of me and now you're not taking care of me and I feel some type of way but I'm being told I'm tripping well you're really you not tripping because uh,
0: yeah.
1: you set me up for failure yeah. in a way not, 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 not intentional failure you know what I'm saying but because exactly the whole thing is I'm trying to get your attention I'm trying to let you know I'm better than the mother do So I got to do this. I got to take you out to dinner. I got to buy you flowers. I got to buy you, you know, I hear Tiff Treats. It's cookies. They deliver homemade hot cookies. I'm sending that to your job. I'm doing all these different things. And then stage three come and we get a baby. Uh, Stage three come, I lose my job. You got to be more creative, but I still need you to make me feel like I'm secure.
0: Yeah, yeah and and you hit that nail right on the head. That's why I suggested if you're gonna if if you're gonna like go and pursue and date somebody, be who you is from the jump because when you set that expectation, that is the worst thing you could do. That, just like, you said, I'm sorry. Go ahead, baby.
1: this just like women. We been here like swinging off the the rafters and like swinging off the ceiling fan and then stage 3 we on lay on our back. You,
0: <laughs> Thanks. you ain't tell a lie you ain't tell no lie you ain't tell no lie at all but I, feel, I hear exactly what you're saying and you, uh, like I said that's why I, I want to do this because you know me like other than my well I would say you know me better than my sister kind of like you know me better than any female because you have you've dealt with me when you know I had the situation uh, with you know who, uh yep. Jack in the box. Um yeah. <laughs> and I think like and when and when my child's my, my children's mother when she was pregnant, like with the twins, I think you're the only person I told. Yeah. Like I didn't even tell my mom. Like she slipped it to my mom because I wouldn't say nothing to her. Like, so that, that's why this is the best because you kinda can relate to to my um
1: your journey to what,
0: yeah. yeah, my journey. You and it's been one heck of a journey, and, <laughs> and this is crazy, right? So, I, I'm celibate, right? I'm celibate now, and and no one believes me, like right? nobody believes me, Chris.
1: I believe you because and, I know how much you, how how hard you worked in your early twenties to be at the point where you're just like, I'm good, I'm chilling. Like it's too much mental yeah. that's gonna attach to it now. Mm-hmm. Because if you gotten older. So I feel like you had you I don't know if you believe in soul ties, but I feel like it, you created a lot of soul ties early on. To now you're trying to untie a lot of that stuff and like figure some things out. So I believe yeah. You because Yeah. I think you I think you could do it, but I know it takes a lot for you because you know that you can that you ain't got to.
0: Right. So it's even more like- personal for you because you don't have to be celibate. Right,
1: and it's crazy
0: because like I hear a lot, and it's it's a young lady that well now a young lady, my girl, my home girl, shy, uh, my home girl Cheyenne. She comes me and say, "Well, this person said this," and it, and I'm I'm totally dumb to it, Chris. Like I I'm very oblivious to people saying things. She would be like, "It's right in your face," but I don't see it. Because that's so not my mindset. Like, I don't really, I don't, um, I mean, I'm not, nah, don't get me wrong. I, it's fun to flirt, but I don't actually, um, I don't actually like read into things. Like, I don't listen. I listen, but I don't listen.
1: I, I'm afraid of your flirting. And I think I was afla- afraid of your flirting with a bit. So I'm very afraid of your flirting because you have, And I've always told you that you have this power or this thing about you that captivates women. And so when you just talk to them or speak to them or give them a couple of sentences, like in their mind, they have a shot. In your mind, it's just a hello. So it's like, I would rather sometimes you not flirt because you be breaking hearts and flirting.
0: Yeah, conversation rule the nation, Chris. Hey, I will no, <laughs> I don't <laughs> But you know what? I don't I don't I don't do that at all no more, man. Like I'm don't get me wrong. And people always wonder, like, I'm I'm attracted to some people, don't get me wrong, but they'll never know it. Like I'll never say nothing to them. <laughs> um but yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But my yeah, my friend Shyan, she always telling me stuff, and she she called me stupid all the time. She say I'm too old to be so uh to be so blind. But like you I'm always like told the me, the, the, God the
1: God. one who you end up with gonna gonna have to tap you on the shoulder.
0: Yeah, he gonna have to say, "Hey, Joe, that's the one right there." Because <laughs> I I after after my last relationship, man, I'm totally not even feeling it. Like I became so my wild wow, me and her would get like because I got I just got sick of it. Like I don't know, but anyway. So what about what about you, Chris? Like, do you know what stage your relationship? My kind of
1: my relationships normally do it right at that stage because, mm-hmm. um, because life starts to curve for me, and I'm a, I'm a very hard-working person, and I, I kind of come across as an alpha female sometimes, so. Me, when I get in my mode and I'm working and life is happening for me, I take control. So a lot of times my relationships end because I don't know how to relinquish control Um, or I don't I don't trust that the person can handle all the responsibility. So I still remain responsible. And so sometimes that demasculates a man. But in my mind, I'm just out here trying to help you know what I'm saying or be a help to you. Because I don't want you to be by yourself or have to do it all by yourself. Um, But that also comes at a token of a lot of times they feel like well, I'm never going to be able to give you what you need because you can get it on your own. Or you're so strong that you don't really need a man. So where do I fit? Again, crazy to say that. I didn't even think of it out loud. But yeah, a lot of times dudes are like, what do I fit with you? Because you're going to handle it by yourself. Right. you're gonna make your money okay. you're gonna work you're gonna take care of yourself you're gonna pay your own you know what i'm saying you're gonna pay your own way if you want to take a trip you're gonna do something you're gonna do it on your own so how can i assist you or how can i be a man in this relationship if you're handling it by yourself
0: but you know what that's a very weak mindset for a man to have it is it is like no no yeah no i mean it's i'm not saying that a man like intimidation should be motivation. I don't. I don't think someone being intimidated by you, and the strength that you have, should be anything but motivation. I think it should motivate them to like, hey, I need to be the king, so I need to I need to bust my butt and and, even, and at least try to match, and at least try to match her hustle.
1: But see the thing too with, with 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 people or with men, they have to understand providing is not always a financial provision. So sometimes yeah. people put providing with a dollar sign. They're providing by making sure the car clean or making sure things are done. Like if you bring it in, if you're working and you're hustling, you grinding and she making more or she doing, it's not a problem. Because if you have the right woman and you stand up and you be that man, no matter what her paychecks say, she going to allow you to be the man. But right. you have to show yourself manly in order for her to take that, you know, take the strength out of her to make her. That's being. a leap of faith. Yeah. I'm not, you know, a woman's not gonna submit to a man that has nothing to submit to. Right. And I think that's the struggle men have. Like you look at a woman and people intimidate, you look at from the outside in. Like you said, women think you got all these other people, you're not celibate, things like that. Like you have to get to know somebody. If you talk to a person, you'll notice that they're not what you thought they were. But a lot of times you have people in your ear. You people allow too many outside influences, um, even television. It's like like seriously, like the reality shows, I think sometimes they ruin relationships because people have these false preconceived notions of what it's supposed to look like or supposed to be like, but every once one one relationship doesn't fit all. So yeah. I think a lot of times people watch their parents, their grandparents, and like, I want what my mama got, I want what my grandma got. No, you need to have what you are capable of of giving or providing and right. make it work, because if you're working hard enough, that woman going to see that hard work in you, and she's going to respect it, and it's going to allow her to step into her woman role and not be the alpha female, because a lot of women who are playing that role, they want somebody to allow them not to play their role no more. Right. So for me, that's stage a, I mean, three is going to be But I think we talked about it, because when you get to stage four, a lot of my stage fours, because My exes become my friends. So we no longer can be together, but we still respect each other enough not to hate each other. But it's just like, I mean, I I don't think I get to stage four because of people that I, I and I don't know if that's like a bad thing because I'm not settling. I think some people get to stage four, four or five times in relationships.
0: Right. Well, let me read stage four so they'll know. Uh, okay, okay, stage four is a deeper understanding. So, if you pass stage three, consider yourself safe. In this stage, all veils are stripped away. Uh, you begin to see each other uh, for who you are really, who you really are. You gain a deeper understanding of your partner's problems and insecurities. You acknowledge that they have needs, wishes, and insecurities just like you. Uh, you get better at expressing your needs and desires and you're and more willing to face problems uh, together and work on them. Now, uh, you understand that the real recipe for true love and meaning, meaningful and long lasting relationship or marriage is mutual understanding, acceptance and compassion. Now, this phase. OK, so. To be honest, I can tell you right now, it's a lot of married people that are really stuck in stage three married people. Yep. Um, and this is because a lot of those people, um, they, they basically keep it going based on what they feel other people are thinking. And so they don't really like, they're kind of in limbo of three and four, um, because this this um this stage four is pretty much when all the faking is done. Um you realize you've kind of addressed what your issues are. Like and you have to be mature to yeah. be in stage four. Yeah. You have to be an adult. You don't you gotta realize that you don't always have to be right.
1: You gotta communicate in stage four. Like stage exactly. four is like communication, like even when the communication ain't a good talking you know even when a conversation isn't going well like is right. talking about it when i don't want to talk about it and i and i'm not happy about what i like to say and i and you listen and you work together to make those changes or i wonder is stage 4 just me being the devil's advocate is stage 4 when you begin to say you know what this is who i'm with and i accept certain things that they're not going to mm.
0: see Mm. kind
1: of like you being complacent yeah ah. is it saying like I know he not gone I know he got these chicks that he messing with and he flirted at work but it ain't nothing serious I'm staying and I'm accepting it okay. mm. yeah.
0: it sounds like a settle you kind of settling yeah like, like. <laughs>
1: Like, I put it on the wow. table. I put this on the table. I have a shopping problem or I have a problem with finances and I don't know how to deal with my finances and I can't get my my credit score up because I can't stop sliding the card. But you love me so much and you're willing to say, you know what, I know she has a problem with spending, but I'm going to stay. Like, is it... Can it be that too? It, Cause you know can it be this sound, stage? Yeah. Cause this sounds like, okay, so
0: this sounds like a stage where Counseling would come into order, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's with a pastor or it's with an actual licensed um, therapist. Right, it, mm-hmm. it, this 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 stage is a lot of um, you're pretty much like you you kind of you kind of struggling out of stage three, and you have decided you know what, uh, it really ain't nothing better out there, so I need to like work on it. It's, it's kind of like you getting a you getting a a, a hoopty hoopty car. But you're gonna get some new tires on it. Right. You're gonna get a little paint job. You're gonna get, Are you, uh, you
1: unpacking yeah. your luggage in this stage? Are you guys sitting down with your luggage and you're, and you're unzipping the luggage and taking the things out and putting it out there and saying, I mean, or is that stage three?
0: I think that's stage, this stage, because mm-hmm. stage three is kind of you um, coming to grips with, like, <clears throat> I think. I think stage three is more of an argumentative stage as opposed to when you're actually trying to find a solution in stage four (laughs) stage three is you're not, you're not attempting to fix the problems. You just, you may address the problems, but you're not doing what you need to fix it because I know in stage three, like my ex would tell me her issues and then I'd be like, okay, so what do we need to do? She don't have an answer.
1: Right. There's no, there's no solution. There's a lot of problems. It's being brought, but no solutions being, you know, figured out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I think stage four is you actually coming up with a plan and actually it's like stage four is you actually putting all of that stuff on that table and then mm-hmm. handling it that way. Because right, you putting everything out there on the table and you dealing with it head on as opposed to a lot of like in stage three, these issues are festering. A lot of it you're not putting out there. Not really, because you arguing, but you're not really even arguing about what you are mad about. No, you just just arguing. you know, kind of right. You just getting some steam. You arguing
1: because you so, bread when you didn't tell me I need a bread, not because exactly. I'm mad that some some something
0: going on. Yeah, right. You, yeah, ex, ex, man, exactly. And I'm gonna tell you another thing, and, and another thing that kind of in stage three that kind of made me say, okay, I need to part ways with this chick. Was Jocelyn was what about? um how old was she she was maybe five or six and she was trying to be sarcastic with jocelyn and i was like man say what you need to say like sarcasm she don't understand that right now say what you gotta say like she got upset with jocelyn about something I, I don't remember what but i didn't i didn't that i wasn't gonna have her talking to my daughter like that like Say what's on your mind. You sarcasm with me because I, I got so I got a rebuttal. I can I can come but she's a child, she don't know what the heck she's talking about. And so
1: So do you, you think know, that it, your child can decide for you whether or not you can be with somebody? Like do you think that you know you you I mean, you would use your children? Like I know now we're a little bit older. So like for me, I mostly date guys who have children that are like teenagers or, you know, older. So yeah. It's like, do you allow them to make decisions or do you allow them to kind of guide a little bit? Because they say innocence is in children's eyes. So they see things that you may, you know, be amber-covered glass to.
0: Okay, so I know the kids can, like, see the good or bad in people, Mm -hmm. but kids are so easily pacified that I really can't take their standpoint of whether or not a person is quote-unquote good for me. Because they can base that off of this person bringing them treats whenever they come back. Uh,
1: you know what I'm saying? Right, because right. I remember
0: Jocelyn still talks about uh, my ex fiance, but her memory is because I used to play with her nephew. Like, it wasn't anything about her, it was about her nephew that, that she used to play with. So I, I I don't know. You just have to deal with that kind of uh, Like, if my kids take to them, like as far as like, it's just I don't know. I um, that's a that's a good question. I um, I I don't think that kids have a genuine method of having a like a good judge of character. Right, right, right. Because they're so yeah, they they're so easy easy to to be manipulated. It. Right, they can be persuaded if this person bring me a sucker every day. Oh, I love seeing them coming because I know I'm gonna get a sucker. Like. So I uh, I would deal with it like, but don't give me now. My kid don't like them. That's it. They not, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> like,
1: if they don't, but, if they telling me like I don't want that person around. All right then, like
0: they don't, folks. Done with. <laughs> but yeah,
1: But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's crazy because I mean, you know, being a parent, you that's a part of it. That's like on the list, like. And, you know, even in my prayer now, you know, with, you know, wanting to date again, my prayer is like, hey, God, make sure they are compatible with my children and me, you know, make sure they have an understanding that as a parent, my kids are going to come first sometimes and, you know, they're going to have to have their own thing going on. So I'm not feeling obligated to pick between the one or the other. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I think a lot of times when you become a parent, you feel like you have to have one or the other. I either have to be a mom or have to date. I have to be a mom or be in a relationship. And I feel like if you pick the, the right partner finds you, I believe that you can have both. But you yeah. have to be willing to be clear in stage one that you are a mother first. But don't right. wait to stage three to say, I keep putting my kids off on other people because I'm trying to hang out with you and I'm tired of it. And I don't want to be with you no more because you don't take my kids seriously. You know what I'm saying? But it was never required. Right. 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 So, I know, thing. You for you. Okay. I know this is going to be off topic. I'm sorry. I know you said 45 minutes, but I got one question. Oh, no, no, no. no it could be longer. it could be longer than that. I was just
0: it's telling you at least have that amount of time. Okay. But,
1: yeah. I don't want... This is my question. How do you... And this is something that me and you have dealt with because of our friendship. How do you address when... Your partner or the person that you're with does not care for your part because of your friendships of opposite sex.
0: <laughs> okay, Chris. So I'm, I'm gonna say this because they don't really know. Okay, so when I was uh, when I was a young lad, when I was in, out and about uh, doing my thing, I didn't care if it was two, three, four in the morning. If I had an issue. I always called Christina. I didn't care what time it was, and I don't know. I don't know why I didn't. I didn't care, but I didn't care. Like I, <laughs> it'd be like two, three o'clock in the morning, and I either be leaving the club or I'd be like leaving somebody's house mm-hmm. or something. And if I had something on my mind, I called Christina. Mind you, Christina was in a relationship. And it never dawned on me that this could be an issue in their relationship because this was my friend that I've known since I was, like, five or six. You know what I'm saying? So that <laughs> that was my mind state. Um, I don't know, man, because, and this is the crazy thing, most of your ex-boyfriends I was I was cool with to a certain extent. right? Um, but I don't know, man, it, it's like a real... Confident, I don't know, man. You, um, do
1: you you put that on the table in the beginning and and do you cut that bit? Do you cut that close friend off if there is a problem?
0: Well, I'm gonna tell you, uh, and 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 I never said anything to about this, but every female that I knew that you knew always was like, What's up with you and Christina? What's up with you and Christina? I said, That's my friend, and I left it at that, like, I wasn't gonna try to explain myself, I wasn't gonna none of that.
1: But so crazy was, I've had to explain myself every time. I've had well, because, to say that's my friend and their whole thing is have y'all ever slept together? Y'all had to have done something. I'm like, no.
0: I've heard all that. <laughs> I've heard all that. <laughs> like, no. But but see the thing is and, and you're a you're very much like a people pleaser. So that's why you even entertain them asking you all like I I don't even care. Like because I was at I'm at a i am at i was at a point where if you didn't like it, man, okay, bounce. I'll be fine and you'll be fine too. We ain't got no kids together. It's it's nothing tying us together. So if that was their mind state and they was that insecure, well, so be it. But that's not gonna change my my friendship. Like that's you know,
1: But see, in in my situation, I had to, I I would call my friend before I would call my dude. Because my friend was reliable, not our friendship, but another male friend. I would call my male friend because I'm like, I know if I pick, I call, the phone going to get picked up. The issue going to get taken care of. I'm not going to have to worry. I didn't trust that the person I was dating had that kind of urgency about me. But because of that, that caused the wedge between that relationship. And when I brought it up to my friend, I'm like, hey, I think there's a problem, blah, blah, blah. And this person, he, the, the, comfort, the, the statement that he made blew my mind. He said, you never required me to respect that nigga.
0: Wow. Wow. And I was like, you're right. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's a real that's some real speech. But weird thing about you and mine, I actually like got along with like the dudes that you would like. Uh I'm not gonna say no names, but cuz used to play the piano, I was cool with him. Um Skinny Cuz they played soccer, I was cool with him. Um now the you know, the other guy. Not so much. I really no, nah, man, because I really wanted to do him bodily harm at some point,
1: but see um, let me tell you this though, on the flip side, you never allowed me you 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 protected your females from me because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would find out through the grapevine or through a weird conversation that you were dating someone. Because but I don't can't think really, that you felt I would approve of them. Uh,
0: yeah. But can you really call it? Well, I, you, you
1: I, protected I them it from it. from my truth. Because right. one thing we've always been with each other each other is straight up. We've never hidden yeah. or, or candy coated anything when it came to right. our friendship. And I think sometimes you didn't want to hear the truth because you liked the chick.
0: Right. That's a true statement. That's a very true statement.
1: Because I was very open with who I was dating. I knew you were talking to someone because your energy changed. Mm. But I wouldn't know who it was until they would show up at church. And it'll be a year before <laughs> they went. or six months.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, maybe- I'm, not, I'm not real good at that. I'm not real good at like introducing people. Like, you know, I used to be with like a female and they'd be like, tell your mama I said, hey. I'm like, you don't know my mama. She don't know you. Long until I hate for her.
1: But that's insane. But, uh, I just thought about that. Like I didn't get to meet. Now if we had if I knew them or we knew if they were mutual to us, then yes. But yeah. Someone on the exterior, no. Right. Yeah. That sounds very accurate, Miss
0: Roberson. <laughs> it's very, it's very, <laughs> it's very that's very accurate. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah. But you um, know this
1: recent picture that was posted on social media of us. I had to answer questions man. about that picture.
0: Man, I don't be can. Like one of, one of my friends, she like said, "Joe, let's take this picture so that your, uh that your, yo uh your hoes can get mad." I didn't have no hoes, but that that I know of. I didn't have no hoes that I knew of, but you know a lot of time people claim am saying
1: you, know, I'll say you don't claim nobody. They be claiming you
0: though. I don't claim nobody. I don't, I ain't got that kind of I ain't got that kind of time. That's that's time depriving But uh anyway, stage four is in the bud. So we've determined that stage four really is a facade. Like that's that's like a uh I'm just gonna go ahead and keep this car and get this motor fixed. That's what that sound like. <laughs> they don't, yeah, that don't, don't sound like no completion of those. So stage five, this is moving forward together. So this is after you have dropped your baggage, put everything on the table, and come to an agreement that, okay, so this, this is what we need to do. Um, and so this one says now that both you both of you have accepted each other's weaknesses and imperfections along with your strengths and merits you decide to work together on a relationship face all difficulties and stay together forever you realize that love is not perfect and it's never a smooth sailing but but if both of you are headed in the same direction you'll always be ready to do your best to keep this sounds like a business
1: but you know what honestly if you think about it like real talk like relationships, when you get beyond like the whole lovey-dovey stuff, it's really an business. It's a partnership. You don't love Damn, the person you because you're trying to make sure you build your empire.
0: You you know what Wiz Khalifa he said this. He said marriage is BS. That is a bad business plan. Um, he was talking about was he was he married to that white girl the uh, Amber Rose. Yeah, was he ever married to her?
1: Uh-uh. That yeah, a he was a long-term married. relationship. But if you think you about see? it, like, Beyonce now And I know somebody gonna probably me drag me. But, like, it's a business deal. It's like, I gotta make sure that I secure my bag forever. And who gonna help me secure my bag? I
0: think she in love,
1: though. I think she is, but I don't think that's where it started from. You And you, nah. you grow to love that person. But you right. don't start there.
0: Right. Well see that that's kind of
1: stage four. In yeah. stage four you realize he got hoes and you okay with it.
0: Yeah.
1: And then in stage <laughs> five, y'all just together making this money.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that makes that that's a perfect example too, Jay Z and uh when, when people stuff.
1: recognize
0: when they're more successful in their relationships. Yeah. Mm. I just, you know, the, I think the whole relationship thing is for the birds, man. I think it's all BS. I think, I think when you like, first of all, like relationships aren't like they used to be. Not at all. Like, I know, I know your mom and your and your dad went through some stuff, but. That is like a real relationship. Like I, I think they have you know? it's, a, it's a difference. Okay. Uh, I'm here. Okay. Can you? Okay. 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 Yeah, It's a difference from like then to now. A very big difference.
1: And I agree with so, you but I feel like yeah. that people are more in, with themselves and what they want and what they won't stand for. Mm-hmm. So they come into it almost. They come into it at stage two, going to stage three. Right, it's not so much stage one no more.
0: Mm. Yeah, the innocence of it is gone.
1: Yeah, it's all about let's let's this business. It's all about business starting out.
0: He got a nice car. He got a nice house. She can like yeah. Right. What's hey, your credit? Man. What's your FICO? What? Like, you know. When did we, what, like, where did everything go wrong?
1: Social like... media, um, reality TV. Dang, man. It took the innocence away because it's all public. I can get your name and I can go on Instagram and Facebook and I can see everything about you. I can know your children. I can know your birthday without asking you. I can see what your favorite color is. I don't need to talk yeah. to you about that.
0: Boy, boy, boy. Social media is the is the destruction of a of a like legit relationship. Yeah,
1: so it's a, like it's a turn on yeah. for me when I meet a dude with no social medias.
0: But see the thing about that though. Whenever That's also occurs, bad. Huh?
1: That's also bad too.
0: Well, this is the bad thing about it. So okay, say for instance you go into it like you said, uh for like what you can gain pretty much. You're missing an important situation. So when you're going through stage one, you have that physical attraction. You have that uh, mental attraction. When you're going into it based on what you can gain, you might hope you might totally skip the physical part of it. You in a relationship with this person, and you're not even physically attracted to him.
1: Like, that's when you cheat. That's-, that's when you have emotional affairs.
0: Right, because that's not even the main part, but it is a part of it. Not necessarily like physically, her butt, her thighs, her legs, her back, her butt. That's not that's not what I mean by like physical attraction. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's other things that, that come into play too. Yes, they can be a part of it, but that's not the entire like spectrum of physical attraction. Like it could be that person's smile or it could be You know, it could be a lot of other. It could be how they take care of themselves. But if you're going into Mm -hmm. it based on what you can gain, and and this and that, you skipping that whole step. Like, I don't want to be an empire, but then the sex is horrible. Hello. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Yeah.
1: Like I mean, you. That's true. Like you. You don't to to be like. You don't want to be like, oh my goodness, I'm I'm not happy, but we making
0: right. this money. Man. Money pay the bills, bro, but it don't it don't uh it don't keep that bedroom warm. I'll tell you that. Unless I'm using that money to uh unless I'm using that money to go go Once to can't hear go you. to the mess. You can't hear me? I can hear you perfectly. Okay, I can't hear you. Um, but I don't know, man, it's just, I think relationships are like up, you know, these days, like it's really up. The, the whole, the whole, the whole idea of relationship mm-hmm. is just so tainted. It's ridiculous.
1: There's no work put into it. Like, it's crazy. Like just being straight up, like right now, you know, I just put myself back out there on the market or whatever. I have this one guy, he's entertaining. He's trying to entertain my company every time that we talk it's hey let's go get some drinks let's go get drinks let's go get and you know i'm like and so i keep curving him because i don't want drinks like i don't drink like that so it's like you know can we have a meal can we sit down and talk can we, you know what i'm saying can we do something else i i clearly said i don't want drinks but that leads off to every time when i talk to and I don't want that. So it's like, do I even take away from my household, take away from my my quiet time to go and have drinks because I want the company of a man? So it's mm-hmm. like, you're not even doing, you're not you're not tuning in to the person that I am in order to get to know me because all you want is to go get
0: drinks. Right. He trying to get some cuddy. Yeah. He trying to get you drunk and get some mm-hmm. cuddy.
1: But at 38. Like really, you know what I'm saying? We like, grown. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> if it's, so if that's gonna I, happen, that's gonna happen. You ain't gotta so go drink, and get. You sleep. ain't gotta get no vodka and Patron. I'm going to bed. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm calling the an Uber and I'm going night night. Like it's nothing. Nothing's going down. But that's my thing. Like, I'm grown. I'm not a kid. I'm not 20. You don't have to drink me down to to get the draws. Like if I'm trying to sleep, jump sleep. Just being exactly. real. But exactly. yeah, so it's like that's frustrating for you know, and you just like forget it. I don't even want to do this no more because that's what they doing, and you kind of end up coupling people or you know grouping all men together, which sucks for men because all of them are like this. Yeah, you know? but I I, age don't make you a man.
0: You know, like. You can be, you can be 38 but not be a man. you know but so I hope I have not deterred anyone from starting a relationship. But,
1: <laughs> but, but be clear, be life. clear on what you it's want before life. you get in a relationship before you yeah. start going out meeting people. be clear um, and, and don't settle. Yeah. And if it doesn't look like you want it to look, don't yeah. continue. Be respectful enough not to ghost that person or to come up missing, but be respectful enough to say, you know what, we have just so many differences that I don't think that this is, you know, gonna be any gonna become a relationship. And be okay with your decision. Right. Everything you everybody you meet is not gonna right. be the one. Exactly. So that part.
0: True.
1: But you know
0: so do you have any closing comments for this podcast anywho my closing is my any closing comments my uh my closing comment is set the proper expectation to what you want in a relationship that's my that's my closing um as far as what I leave here. It's always set the right expectation because you have to live with that expectation for the tenure of your relationship. If you set a false one, you got to continue yeah. to do what you falsely did at the beginning. I just think my closing is
1: be true to who you are. But, be true to the person you evolved to be. You know, and one thing I know, but my closing is, as a woman, feel your space. Stand up in your space and whoever is supposed to be a part of you is going to allow you to be the person you are. You're not going to have to crouch.
0: Boom. <laughs> Boom, Miss Roberson. So that's a perfect closing for this awesome podcast. Uh join me again for our next one. I'll let you all know what the title's going to be. I really would like an interactive uh, subject finder to, to give us another subject to talk about. So, once again, this is Joseph Isaac. Let's taste with my very, 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 very special guest Christina Roberson. and